Clemson had a basketball team on the outside. All of their receivers are 6'2", 6'3", or taller. He throws it up, lets him go get it, and trusts him. I think um, the thing that I absolutely love about his game, he has the back shoulder fade down. Aaron Rodgers has made a living off of it in Green Bay. Trevor Lawrence has that club in his bag. The one thing that I worry about Trevor Lawrence, I think he's more of a scorer than a shooter. Um, He is super talented. He's a playmaker. I don't know how refined he is in terms of, hey, I'm going to play connect the dots football from the pocket, meaning I'm going to take the check down. I'm going to work it horizontally from east to west. I'm going to mix in some pushes down the field. To me, he's a guy that is, he's looking for the big ball whenever it's there and he's going to take it. And I just wonder, is he refined enough to play a discipline underneath game when teams take that away? The last two games in the playoffs, LSU and Ohio State, collectively, he was right around 51% completion rate. And some of that is due to them playing snug coverage on the outside. Lawrence doesn't necessarily work the underneath areas like he could or should when they take away the deep ball and make him play with patience and discipline. And this, uh, this is that's fantastic, Buck. I, I think it's great for listeners to know that we talk about kind of what you want to watch here. And we were talking about this before we went on about another of these guys. But which games did you watch so that you can go over which games you watched? And then I'll tell you which games I watched. And we can kind of see the, if there's any differences based off just the games that you watch. So I watched them versus UNC. I watched UVA, the ACC championship game. And then I watched LSU and Ohio State. I also threw in uh, Georgia Tech, too. Okay. You got a nice study there, a nice little five-game eval there over the summer. I, mean, I see there was you nothing, working. There was nothing on TV, so I mean, uh, I just, I just kind of, I just kind of whizzed through it. All right, I watched Texas A&M uh, early game, South Carolina, and Ohio State. We all saw. I mean, we've seen the LSU tape so many times doing all these guys for the draft. That uh, and I know he did not play as well in that game, so I wanted to, I was going to put that one aside and watch these other three games, see what I came up with. Um, this is this is what I really liked about Trevor Lawrence. Everything is real crisp. He's got real crisp feet. Um, he's real urgent in his movement. He's real sudden. He's explosive. He's an explosive mover with, with his quickness inside the pocket. Um, he can really drive the football. Um, he's got a quick delivery. He can tighten up his delivery when he's throwing things underneath. You can see him change it and tighten it up a little bit. It gets a little bit long at times, but he has the ability to tighten it up. Uh, he can anticipate and work in the middle of the field. He's not. There's no fear with the way he plays. You talked about attacking. He loves to attack down the field. Um, you talk about him as a runner. Um, he's got big. He builds up that speed with that long stride. He's a tough kid. He'll drop his shoulder um, and 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 show you some of that toughness, which may, maybe not the best idea going forward. Um, I don't see him get to the number three in the progression very often. It's usually one or two balls out or take off and go. Um, there's times where his feet can trail his eyes a little bit where he's working through progression with his eyes, but his feet aren't following him there. Uh, so that's something you can correct and you can work on. Um, he can escape and create plays, which I love. Um, the, the major knock that I had on him is I, I just didn't think he was as accurate as I would have hoped, you know, just in terms of pinpoint accuracy, ball placement. Some of them are completions because he's got great guys, but I, I didn't, I didn't see an elite level accuracy. And also on some of the deep balls, and this is a product of what you discussed. When you have big receivers like that, better to be underthrown than overthrown, right? You give your guys a yeah. chance. But there's several uh, – in, the, in these games that I watch, there's several balls where, man, he's got guys – just put it out there. Let him go run underneath that. Um, so some underthrown balls there. So th- that was kind of my, my takeaway. I Look, he's, he's a fantastic prospect, but, you know, it wasn't – 
it wasn't the accuracy level that maybe I would have expected. And again, this is just the three games that I watched. No, DJ, like, so I think we see them very, very similarly. Um, I don't, I think our descriptions are very close. I feel like the routes that he is absolutely uh, a dime thrower, uh, bang eights and slants. His ability to run the RPO game or the, the fake play action and hit the, uh, the skinny post uh, on time, he can throw all those in-breaking routes. For someone with as strong of an arm, you don't really see him throw many out-breaking routes outside the numbers. You'll see a sale or maybe a bench route, but he doesn't really throw comebacks and those things or whatever. Uh, it's funny, in my notes I have footwork and inconsistent rhythm. Like, I, I did feel like, like his feet weren't always in, in rhythm where you can just deal on time. And now, I'm saying that knowing that the talent is tremendous. Like, the talent is off the charts. But I am saying, because we've heard comparisons to Andrew Luck and Best Prospect and those things, I would say that Andrew Luck was more refined and more polished yes. at this stage. Like, Andrew Luck was was dealing the cards like a casino dealer. Like he understood how to kind of get 